Hey, this is Stu at Bitcoin and Financial Independence, and I wanted to share something with you on the 14th anniversary of the Bitcoin white paper being published. That's right, Halloween, October 31st. This is the day that it was published on a mailing list for people interested in cryptography, and it's amazing how it's caught on since then. Pretty funny it happened on this day, and I'm excited to get the kids out trick-or-treating tonight. But something I've been thinking about is FOMO. FOMO is an acronym a lot of us have heard of or use, but basically it stands for the fear of missing out. So when you say you're going to FOMO, people are going to FOMO into lots of different things like stocks. We saw the meme stock Wall Street bets thing with GameStop, AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond, and a few other retail stores where everyone bought into the hype and it just grew like crazy. Those stock prices went way past their fundamental price. And people will FOMO into Bitcoin every four years as Bitcoin will hit new all-time highs in 2013, 2017, 2021, along with a whole host of alternative coins as the crypto market goes crazy. So it's an interesting concept. You might FOMO into a show like Stranger Things or Game of Thrones or whatever people are watching these days because all your friends are watching the show and you feel like you need to catch up, watch that show so that you can be part of the conversation, all that stuff. So people are buying toys and all sorts of different things because of FOMO. And, you know, there's like a limited edition run of things. I don't even know an example to give you, but FOMO is a part of our lives these days. And I think marketers use it to their advantage at different times. But I try to always take the other side of the coin. And for me, that would be JOMO, the joy of missing out. Joe, J-O-M-O. So I'm going to take this in a different direction and share some of the things that I JOMO, the things that I take joy in missing out on. And I'd be curious to know what things you JOMO on, what things you pass up and find joy in. Back in September, I went to this international motocross race and I was surrounded by a lot of people that were kind of partying, they were drinking alcohol, vaping, smoking, chewing tobacco, and all these vices. Historically, drinking and partying and smoking and all these things have been painted in a fun-loving, positive frame of mind. But I was in the D.A.R.E. program and I was taught not to, to do drugs. And obviously alcohol and smoking and different things. Vaping is the new way of smoking, I guess. So anyway, it's kind of a younger crowd. People that go to these races are a little bit more like in the redneck demographic you could say so it was an interesting environment to be in and just be more surrounded by that than I normally am and like I say I learned and dare not to try these things because they're bad for your health and it's just so interesting to me you know obviously you pay money to do things that are bad for you and that you know are bad for you but obviously all these things are habit forming and can be addictive with nicotine and alcohol and I don't want this to come off of like, oh, I'm better than anybody, but I made a choice in the fifth or sixth grade that I'm not going to try these things. And what's funny is I'm also going to talk about soda or pop, soda pop, whatever people call it around the country. When it comes to soda, I noticed that I had aunts and uncles that are hooked on Dr. Pepper or Mountain Dew or Coke or whatever soft drinks they like to drink. And I was a super logical kid and I learned something one day that soda is a diuretic. What is a diuretic? Well, a diuretic is something that dehydrates you. And 
I reasoned to myself, what is the actual purpose of taking in liquid? The purpose of drinking liquid, of intaking liquid into your body is simple. The sole purpose, the main purpose is hydration. And yes, I agree that flavor can be nice. And I recognize that some parts of the world do not have access to clean water. But that's not us here in America and Europe and these developed nations. I understand that there are different circumstances out there. And I'm not saying that I never drink soda, but I decided early on that I didn't want to be hooked on this stuff like my aunts and uncles and friends, some of these friends that I had were. I decided to never try Dr. Pepper, Coke, Mountain Dew, basically any Pepsi products. Now, what I have had and do have on occasion is like an orange or a grape soda or root beer. Those are the things that I'll have. Here's the other trick. I never buy them. The only times I have them is when someone at some social event and I'm having dinner with someone and they sometimes have it. Um, I will say that my wife will often buy the Martinelli's grape um, sparklings, those little fancy glasses of just grape juice, basically, grape soda. And she'll buy one or two of those for New Year's. But that's the only time that we ever buy actual soda. And the rest of the time, it's always on someone else's tab because for some reason, you know, I never buy those for my social get togethers, but sometimes people bring those. And if it's available, sometimes I have it. But for the most part, I will never pay for it myself. And a lot of times when it's at some social get together, I won't have it. So that's just one thing that I have joy and missing out on. I don't want to get hooked on it. I know that they might taste good. And that's why I never wanted to try them because. I don't know what I'm missing out on, so it doesn't bug me. You'll pretty much just catch me drinking water almost exclusively every day. And I just wonder how much money have I saved by foregoing these beverages over the past 15 years or so. Not enough to retire early, but I'm sure it's probably in the four-digit range between $1,000 and $10,000 if you compound interest, especially restaurants. Restaurants love when you order a drink. I will never order a drink at a restaurant because it is super overpriced compared to what you can buy yourself. So restaurants is a place where a lot of people will go ahead and buy those drinks, but that's like the place you're getting ripped off the most if you do. Kind of an interesting thing. I mentioned the TV shows, all the pop culture, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones. What's the thing now? I think it's The Rings of Power, right? Haven't watched it. Um, And my wife is pretty much on the same page as me when it comes to watching shows like We won't watch a show that's currently ongoing a lot of times. We watched Mandalorian together as it was coming out, and that was probably not that hard. I think we only had one kid, and like the other kid was a baby. So it was just a little bit easier in those days. Now with three kids, yeah, we pretty much just watch Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond, and we'll watch that like three or four times a week. So it's not every night, but the, the thing about these shows and these series, like, I know a lot of people that I work with, at least in my last job, I work remote now with a different company for the last year and a half. So I don't really know people's habits. But the last job that I had where I was in an actual office, when you talk to your coworkers, so many times it sounded like all they do is come to work, get their stuff done, and they go home, have dinner, and then binge watch shows on Netflix or go watch like three or four hours of sports. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, I definitely have my sports vice, which is motocross, supercross. 
And that's three to four hours a weekend, about half the weekends of the year. So I actually don't think it's as much as football or baseball as some of these other things. There's so many games when it comes to those sports, I don't even know. But it definitely is like this common thing in my weekend where I am watching three or four hours of content. So I have my thing that, yeah, I waste time on. But when it comes to all the new shows and all the new series and all these random things, I miss out on a ton of stuff and and it shows. And what do I do instead? I'll, I watch Andre Jick on YouTube. And a lot of times I'll watch YouTube channels like Dude Perfect or Mark Rober with my kids and my wife. They think that's funny. Um, they love the trick shots and the funny things they do. They love the science experiments that Mark Rober does. But I, I just am saying we're trying to watch things maybe a little bit more as a family and also that are educational because you actually do learn some stuff on Mark Rober's channel and it's still very entertaining. So anyway, the point is, is just to be careful and you don't have to keep up on everything. You can pick and choose and it's really not going to hinder you socially. As a matter of fact, you'll start attracting people like you and you'll start getting to know people that are using their time to get ahead, to think, to educate themselves. So what do I do with my time in the evenings? Yes, there's an endless amount of stuff that I could watch and would watch. I love also watching dirt bike videos, old and new on YouTube as well. But I spend a lot of time reading, podcasting, or otherwise learning instead of just binge watching my evenings away. And that's also when I do my podcasting and content creation and things like that too. Those are just a few things where I hope you can see the value of Jomo and just having some intentionality of what you choose to participate in and how it can be balanced against the other goals in your life. So I'd be curious to know the things that you, Jomo, what's on your Jomo list, the things that you find joy in missing out on. And if you want to grow that list, I'll give another couple of examples. We find joy in missing out on newer cars. We drive these old cars. We save a ton of money by having old, reliable cars. A lot of people will get a car and they think, oh, it's got 100,000 miles. It's time to trade it in for a new one. No, that's usually not the case. Every car is designed to go to 250,000 miles. And there's only one time in the history of the car market that the prices of cars have gone up. And that's the time that we're living in. It does seem like car prices are going down. And financing costs are going up. So if you are in the car market, it's really tough right now because there's not a lot of inventory and prices are still a little bit elevated. But they just lose value so much when you buy a newer car. I do consider certified used. That's where a car is two or three years old. And so because of that, it can be pretty heavily discounted. Um, having already lost 20 to maybe 50% of its value with less than 50,000 miles. Those are the type of things that I look for. Currently, our vehicles are from 2007 and 2003. So we're driving cars that are two decades back almost. And that's one thing that, yeah, we don't have all the fancy bells and whistles, but our wallets are definitely a lot happier because of these choices. Not having a payment, not paying interest, and having good, reliable cars. Our cars have not let us down on very many occasions. There's this thing in people's heads where they just don't want to deal with the old cars. So the point is, is that these are some of the things that I find joy in missing out on. And because of that, I'm able to spend more intentionally on the things that do bring me joy, like motorcycles. Yeah, motorcycles are a big time and money suck. Um, I've spent weeks working on my motorcycle and I'm just about ready to transition over to the engine stuff and 
the carburetor and get it running again and see if it works. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to spend a whole bunch more money at a mechanic if I can't figure out what's wrong with it. So anyway, I'm sure that my years of foregoing soda will more than cover the cost of what I truly love, which is my dirt bike and getting that running again, because I would imagine that most people, if you just not only take what they spent and compound that interest, it's going to be thousands of dollars. So if there's some habits that need to be changed, that can be really hard, but it can be done. And you need to just decide for yourself what's worth it or not. A lot of people will criticize this one guy. I think he wrote a book. It's called The Latte Factor. And it's David Bach. And how people are wasting $5 a day buying lattes, right? Coffee is another thing I've never had and never will have. I don't like the smell of it. And I never wanted to taste it. And it's also, once you know, a diuretic. Caffeine in general is a diuretic, just so you know. But anyway, the point is, is that I'm not spending any money on drinks. And $5 a day, is it going to make or break you? It, it Probably not. It doesn't seem like it. But the thing that I always think about is that $27 a day over the course of a year is $10,000. So. So what is $5? Well, that's somewhere around three grand that people are spending. And then you're also denying yourself the investment growth if you were to invest that money or to save it in Bitcoin or whatever you consider an investment. But the point is, is that people waste money and spend it on these things that they want today instead of the things that they actually want in their life later on, the things that they're frustrated that they don't have money for. So that's, that's the whole point is just to evaluate and think, Am I trading my money for something little that I enjoy today? And I'd rather have something bigger that I enjoy later. And it could be that big vacation you've always wanted. It could be the car that you've always wanted. It might be moving and buying the house that you always wanted. But these little things every day can start to add up very quickly. And unless you have the power to greatly increase your income or cut super hard, it's going to be really difficult to get ahead. All right, I'm going to wrap up there and hope everyone has a good Halloween. Stay safe out there. Check your kids' candy out. Make sure it's all good. And remember that financial independence is doable. If you haven't yet, go ahead and grab some free Bitcoin by either using my link to Swan or Strike. Two great places to get started buying Bitcoin. And also, if you're not listening on the Fountain app, that's a great place to listen to this podcast because you will earn Satoshi's little bits of Bitcoin as you listen to the podcast. It's my favorite Web3 podcast player. And with that, remember financial independence is doable and I'll be back with you soon.